Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 180, the U-turn episode. Cam, can you tell me why why it's the U-turn episode? 180 degrees Correct. Um, would be would be the opposite direction, technically, uh, we're speaking in terms of you know rotation. That is so, correct. Yeah, you're moving the opposite direction 180. Well, just move 180 degrees. Your body, for example, or a car, even. Correct. Uh, it would be behind you. Banging a Yui. Yeah. Um, I'm joined by Cam. That's it. Dylan, Dylan's computer broken. Tucker gone. Maybe dead. Uh, yeah. So me and Cam connection episode. Get ready. Um, they should be joining us later. But um, all right, winners and losers. Uh, winner Cam not got over his disease that he had last week. What's his hurt? Was hurt bad? Yeah, I was. Uh, I was down bad. I missed two days of work, and I was on the couch. I was ri- couch ridden. I slept on the couch because he didn't want to be near me. Uh, didn't know if I would get contagious or whether I would just be poisoned. Did he just be poisoned? Um, but nonetheless, I didn't leave the couch much. Uh, loser, uh, Dylan didn't upload the upload the episode. Cam, you didn't get the super work that we put in there for you. Yeah, sorry about that. Oh, there he yeah, is. He's here. Tried to, tried um, to get it, but that uh, wasn't uploaded. Yeah. So, I'm good for that once every, like, two episodes. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's a good, good average. That's a good average. Can uh, I guess the secret word? Don't tell me what it is. I still have to, to listen, but if I guess it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, unibrow. Incorrect. Okay. <laughs> good guess. Where'd that come from? You're just looking at me and call, saying I have a unibrow, or no? I just think I think of crazy words like Beetlejuice is my next one. Like I don't know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, it's a little. Words. It's a little less uh, crazy than that, I'd say. But uh, okay. boring. No poll winner. Episode didn't go up. I didn't do the poll. Um, Dale, you got any winners or losers? Um, I don't actually. I got nothing. Cameron. Um, I don't. Oh, I got a loser. Tucker. Uh, his house almost burned down, or his restaurant almost burned down. Oh my god, I didn't know about that. Um, yeah, uh, there was a grease fire in the trash can. No negligence, just freak of act of God. Um, nobody was there, and it caught on fire. But the sprinkler system put it out. But there was one wall that was a little uh. Little chart up. So, um, what's your restaurant? Patrick's. So, uh, thoughts and prayers to Patrick's. Hope, hope it recovers soon. Uh, I think they're fine. Um, but yeah, so that's a little wasted takes news right there. Um, all right. Anybody got anything else before we go into takes? Nope. All right. Um, I'm going to start. Uh, trades are hot in the streets right now. Hot in the streets. We discussed the uh, Celtics trade for Porzingis last week. As soon as we shut down the show, we found out that Marcus Smart was being traded. We can discuss that later. This, however, does not have to do with the Boston Celtics. However, it does have to do with their uh, roommates, Boston Bruins. Now, the Bruins are in the throes of the draft and free agency coming up here. They've already announced that Milan Lucic, old friend, is coming back. But uh, I heard a little rumor that they are, first of all, going to do something, quote unquote, insane this offseason. They're planning something insane. Don't know what that is. Um, It's sounding like Bergeron and Krejci are not coming back, but maybe they are. I wish they would just make a decision. Um. But the crazy rumor I heard was that the Boston Bruins are potentially interested in trading Vesnia winner Linus Olmark to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, so who would they trade for, you ask? Well, they just lost their captain. They just lost their best center. So um, Sidney Crosby is going to be a Boston Bruin. The take is... That the Boston Bruins are going to trade Linus Allmark to the Penguins 
for Sidney Crosby. Maybe some other things will be involved. I don't know. But the two big player swap is going to be. Oh, and they can do a player swap because they, they got rid of uh, Taylor Hall. They let Taylor Hall. They traded Taylor Hall. Um, and Nick Feligno. 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 Fliggy. Nick Fliggy. That's what I call um, they traded him. They can do a straight-up player swap with the cap now. don't know how the cap works. But uh, Sidney Crosby, Boston Bruin, finishing it out his career in Boston. That's the take. Um, I guess I'll go. Uh, where did you get the uh, Penguins? Uh, Twitter. Tw- like, just randomly? Yeah, I was just scrolling. It came up. Uh Rumor has it that the Pittsburgh Penguins are are interested in Lena Allmark. Yeah, so I, I think the Linus Allmark trade um, like ideas um, I think is in the best interest of the Bruins. Um, obviously, it's it's strange to think that you would have the best goaltender like the best stats of any goaltender ever last season. And you would instantly be thinking of trading him. Um, but I think that it's the best move that they can do at, at the goaltender position. Plus, you know, he's got to, he's going to be worth a crap ton. Um, as for, I think someone's going to have to like give up a lot for him. As for trading for Sidney Crosby, um, Crosby's kind of in the same boat as, as Bergeron. I think you have a few more years out of him. Um, and are you, did you hear, get definitive answers on if Bergeron's out? So what the team said was, well, not officially, but what the sources are saying is that the team is acting under the assumption that he and Krejci will not be back, but, however, are open to a return. So they haven't said you can't come back. Yeah, they're kind of dragging their feet is the last I knew. Yes. So Bergeron and Krejci are dragging their feet, but they're assuming that they're not coming back. Now, the Penguins sucked last year, so I think that they're willing to make a trade. Um, I, I... I don't hate it. Um, I would hope that they would get some other players as well, maybe draft picks um, on top of it, because, again, Crosby's old. I don't hate it, though, because you are getting a center, top-tier center, a team leader. Um, So I don't hate it. Sid the kid. Cam? Yeah, I really like Sidney Crosby. I always have. I know he's been painted on. He's kind of like a... When I always think of Sidney Crosby, I think he's like a Yankee, like an A-Rod guy. I don't know why. I just feel like people in hockey hate him like they hated A-Rod. Um, that's just me. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I, I like Sidney. I don't... I think he's just so comfortable where he's at, and he's kind of old, and he doesn't feel like moving around, and, you know... I, th- I mean, maybe top 15 as scorer of all time, I think. Uh, he's got the 1,500 points, I think, as well. I think he's just kind of, he's, he's not really shooting for any, any records or anything. I don't know if he really, you know, desires another cup, really. Like Dylan said, they're not a great team. Uh, I think he's just going to ride it out where he's at. I don't think he wants to be traded. I don't think he's facing anything where he would you know, need to do that. Um, but it's not, it's not impractical. So I, I don't hate the take. I just don't, I don't have it. All right. Who's next? I got a great take. I have a great take. Um, and I had this take for two weeks now. I'm kind of glad I waited until now to make it because now it, it makes a lot more sense. Um, or rather it has more of a chance of what well, you'll see. So, um, in recent news, there's been a lot of trades in the NBA, like Trey said. One of said trades was Chris Paul. Now, Chris Paul has notoriously been around the league. Um, he 
He's been all over the place. He's played on some very, very good teams. He's been to the ship um, in recent memory uh, against the Bucks. And, you know, he is in the State Farm commercials, and he's, you know, he's raising a family. And these poor kids of Chris Paul's are getting bullied at school because of their father. They're getting bullied, saying, your dad's never going to win a race. Uh, your dad can't, you know, he's a ring chaser, but doesn't, you know, he ain't got no jewelry. And he, you know, he joins all these super kids, and they're just roasting his kids. And it's come out, which means the kids are saying things about it, telling their dad these things. Um, it's, it's getting back to his wife. And, you know, Chris, he's getting up there in age. He's a short guy. He's a short king. Um, but I think this, there comes an, an ultimatum. So, I I think that if Chris Paul does not win a ring this year, then his wife is leaving, and she's taking the kids. <laughs> now I'm really glad that I made this take, or I made the take today rather than last week when he was on the Wizards, because that would have been very unlikely. However, looky here where Chris Paul is. Chris Paul is on the Golden State Warriors now. With Steph Curry, winner. Clay Thompson, winner. Game three, Clay. Draymond Green, however you want to slice it. Oh, he's gone, isn't he? No, he's still there. I think he might. He, he, he might be gone before the end of the season, but he's still there for now. Um, short team. I'll tell you that. Three guards up front, but it's a lot better. Um, now, I could make this take go even further and say that Chris Paul is now in an atmosphere with Aisha Curry, who is also in the news lately for being a, a little uh, overly affectionate or flirtatious, I guess. Steph Curry's um, a cock. People forget that. Yeah, people people forget it. Uh, but now, you know, Chris Paul's in that atmosphere. I think Steph Curry's wife is going to rub off a little bit. Uh, and Chris Paul doesn't win a ring this year. I, I'm sorry, but... The, but his family's gone. Uh, I love the take. Uh, I know nothing about Chris Paul's family. Um, I do know that he's an all-time loser. Um, so, I mean, if you're saying his kids are getting bullied, is this like a report or is this you just inferring? No, no. His kids are getting bullied in school. Oh, okay. This is a fact. This is where the take stemmed from. His kids are getting yelled at by kids whose parents are not in the NBA, but can just talk like that. Yeah, um, so... I'll send credit to So, um, yeah, I mean, if this is affecting the family, then the pressure's on. I mean, you know, you Tom Brady, you know, held his marriage together through Super Bowls, and then once he stopped winning them, you know, for, for one year, two years, he uh, had to hang them up. He had to get a divorce, so... Um, yeah, I think this is hundred percent tied together. Uh, if the kids are getting bullied, you got to put the kids first and get them out of that, uh, abusive relationship they have with their father, who is just a loser. You can't have a loser raising your kids and teaching them to be losers. So love the take. Agree with it a hundred percent. Dill. Um, yeah, Cam, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, if you ain't first, you're last. We've seen it in the movie. Tell Dagan Knights. Um, I think the wife leaves, and I'll take it one step further. Um, she's going to get together with his rival, named Rival. Who is his rival? Are you saying uh, Giannis? Maybe. I mean, he beat him in the ship. Uh, that that wins, sounds like the man. How about, how about this? Whoever does end up winning next year, Chris Paul's wife. Will leave whoever wins. Whoever wins yeah. the MVP, yeah, the finals MVP is taking yeah. Chris Paul's wife from him. Uh, I like it. Well, yeah, think take. about it this way. I mean, let's say the Warriors make it, right? And Chris Paul's wife's at the game, and they lose. It would be an Eastern Conference team. It could be. It could be Kristaps. It could be. Uh, you know, Jalen Brown got a woman. I don't know if Jalen Brown has a woman. Okay, well, this table, this table develops as the year goes on. 
but it's it's happening, unfortunately. Cam, Cam, are you like are you like fighting someone in your house right now? Because a lot of banging around going on your your mic. I have no banging going on. You are banging. Something is banging, and it's it's where I don't know. Every time you speak, it's like, are you moving when you speak? Are you getting animated with your hands? Are you brushing up against something? No, I'm right here. Is it still happening? No. Are we still no. having right, bang? Right here. <laughs> no, it is now. There it goes. Oh, I tap my phone sometimes. Why are you tapping? Yes. Don't tap it. I get anxious when I speak, baby. <laughs> We've been 180 in. My voice is really high. <laughs> uh, Dill, you got a take? Um, yeah, so earlier this week... Um, I don't know if you heard the news, but there's a new golfer in town. Uh, just committed, high school kid, just committed to Ball State University, Indiana's Ball State. I heard about this. Um, goes by the name Happy Gilmore. Um, now, I think his real name is Steven, but everybody calls him Happy. Um, so the take is, I, I was... Um, Thinking about which way I want to take it, but I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with the one that's more wasted. I'm gonna go this man, Stephen Happy Gilmore, on the course. Will get into a fistfight with somebody, Bob Barker style, just like the movie, just punching somebody. Some he's gonna get angry. He's gonna throw some haymakers. Uh, out there for a, you know, playing college golf. The other options were gets a hole in one on a par four, uh, or, uh, you know, throws a putter, you know, you know commits a putter throw. But I think I'm going to go with, uh, gets into a fist fight on the course. All right. I like that. You picked the middle one because putter throw is, you know, that's, that's feasible for sure. Hole one on a par four. How many times has that been done in human history? Probably never. I mean, it happened in the movie. It did. I'm saying in actual human history. Um, I'm not aware of one. Yeah, it's, definitely, it's definitely happened. I'm not uh, that locked in on golf. So, short so. par four, hole one. Um, yeah, you get a good roll on it. Um, yeah, I love it, Dill. I mean, if this guy, I'm assuming he took the nickname Happy because he loved the movie as a kid and his last name was Gilmore. Like, and he plays golf. Any, yeah. So, like, if you. Our Happy Gilmore IRL, you have to embrace the Happy Gilmore aesthetic. Um, I thought you were going to say he wins a, a gold jacket, green jacket. Who gives a shit? But, um, yeah, no, I, I love this. I think he does punch somebody in the face. He has to. He has to. Like, otherwise, he's just a, a dud. Like, no one cares about you. If you're Happy Gilmore, you're not punching dudes on the course. Kick him off the tour. Uh, I love it. Cam? Yeah, I think this guy's good. I, I like this thing, first of all. I think, I think he got it. He hit it before it actually started to come out. Unfortunately, I think that this guy, you know what, actually, very fortunately for him, he is going to utilize this for so much money in NIL. Um, and go off, King, as he should. He's going to be wearing a Bruins hat. He's going to wear, he's going to have a hockey uh, stick in his bag that marked that one down. Um, he's going to have hire a black guy with one hand to, uh, to help him out. His, he's going to have a caddy one day that looks just like the blonde haired guy. Uh, he's going to ring out every cent of anyone who was willing to give it to him. Uh, with this happy Gilmore nonsense. And I love it. I'm here for it. Isn't there a pro golfer that looks exactly like the caddy? Yep, Louis Weethausen. Uh, that guy's that guy's gonna caddy for this kid. Yeah, that could happen too. I think that's who it is. Or Tommy Fleetwood, one of the two. Tommy uh, Fleetwood kind of looks like him, but not exactly. There's a. I'll find him. Um, but yeah, I think you're you're getting ahead of the curve here. Um, this is gonna happen. And props to the kid. If he doesn't do it, all time loser. If he doesn't do anything Happy Gilmore related, his Twitter is already. You know, his name's Happy Gilmore. He's got to he's got to do something with it. If he doesn't go over the top and absolutely exploit this name, uh, he's doing it wrong. And uh, you know, I hope he I hope he bogeys every hole. 
All right. Um, let us jump into some topics here. I think the big one that we should cover, which we kind of half covered last week, was the Celtics trade. Um, we can just do NBA trade too. Um, obviously, Marcus Smart is now no longer a Boston Celtic. He was the longest tenured member of the Boston Celtics at nine years, which is crazy because I remember the night he was drafted. I was in me too. I was in Disney. My like first night getting to Disney at, at the uh, Camp Wilderness, stayed in a little cabin, and Dylan put out a banger of a tweet. I was going to bring it up. Yeah, I, I won't say what it is. So you can have your moment, but um, the, they drafted Marcus Smart and was it James Young? Is he the one that died? No, he oh, it was die. the same year as Taco Fall, though, maybe. No, Taco Fall. He, no, you're thinking of Fab Mellow. Fab Mellow. Fab Mellow. Taco Fall still alive. Um, Dylan tweeted out that the Celtics just got younger and smarter, which is all time all time tweet. That um, might be one of my last tweets. Yeah. So originally, when it came out, I wasn't very happy. Um, I think this team lacks a backbone outside of Marcus Smart. Um, they don't have a lot of fight. He seems like he's always grinding, always fighting, going after loose balls. And that's definitely a great thing to have on your team. But at the end of the day, after about a week to think about it, I think this is a good move. Um, I think Marcus Smart did see himself as the heart and soul of the team and the captain of the team. And I, I, I think he was. I think he was the loudest voice in the room um, be, because Tatum can't really do that yet. Maybe it was because Marcus was in his way, but he definitely saw himself as part of that big three, and he's just not that player. And he's a guy that would sometimes dribble down the floor and be like, I'm taking the shot and take a dumb shot. And everybody knows about it. It's been his MO since he kind of became the man, like the, the starting point guard on this team. So um, I think it's a good basketball move. I think you get him out of there, you transition from you know your, your three best guys being front court guy backcourt guys to having one big uh, frontcourt guy who has been steadily getting better after his injury in Porzingis. Um, I think you open up the opportunity now for Tatum or Brown or some sort of combination of the two to be the leader on the team and step up. And overall, just in a basketball sense, I'd, I'd rather have the two good wings and a good big man than three good, you know, frontcourt play or backcourt players. So, I still think I, – I don't love it because Porzingis is a shooter still. He's arguably now our best three-point shooter. But um, I don't love the standing outside and shooting thing, which I think I talked about last week. But um, I think it's the right move. I think it was time to mix something up. And I think he was kind of in the way maybe of these guys taking that next, next step to be leaders. And uh, he, I think he thinks a little too much of himself. I love him to death. I wish him nothing but good good luck. I think he, I, I tweeted out, one of the rare Boston athletes that gets it, that gets what Boston is looking for from a player. Like, I didn't see anything on Twitter about how, like, good, good riddance or anything. Like, everybody, everybody was like, no, what the hell, bring him back. And um, the only thing I heard was Ben being like, I like this because Ben always hated Marcus Smart. And the Boston radio guys being like, this is awesome. Get him out of here. Um and they hate Boston. So um, I think it's the right move and I'll miss them. But I think moving forward, it's the best for us. Uh, Dale, your thoughts? Um, yeah. I think it was time. I mean, nine years, you know, it's hard to see a guy go. It's been like kind of the heart and soul of the team. Um, but we needed to shake something up. You're not going to get rid of Tatum. I think you needed a better big man depth, you know, whether he's a shooter or not, just someone else that Tatum can, can look for down low or like pop out, you know, start down low and pop out after like Tatum drives. Um, and I think you're missing that when you have too many guys up on the arc. Um, and, and you think about it, what does smart bring that you can't get from somebody else? And, and I don't think 
I don't think it's much. I mean, he's not a prolific scorer. I mean, he's okay, but like you said, I mean, he just takes these wild shots sometimes. And I wouldn't be surprised if there was some sort of animosity between players um, in terms of, like, who has power on the team or not. He's, I don't know. It's just we always speculate about that when it comes to the Celtics and, and Smart and Tatum and, and Brown. Um. I think they needed to make the the best. I think they needed to make their starting five more well rounded, and I think this does the trick. Um, if they need somebody who is, you know, a very good defenseman like Smart is, you can find another guy for a lot cheaper. Um, and I think they might do that moving forward. Yeah, I think the argument is, oh, his defense, but they're kind of moving away from being a defensive-minded team, A, and B, he wasn't that great this year on defense. So, um, Cam, I know you're not a Celtics guy, but you were kind of involved. You saw all our instant reactions to it. Uh, Any thoughts from you? Albert Einstein once said, Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Was that Albert Einstein who said that? I believe it was Albert Einstein. Voss said it in Far Cry 3. Probably a couple games. The Boston Celtics were doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Now, they did try to mix it up with Kyrie, I suppose. Um, that's an anomaly to the rule. You tried to mix it up too much. That is way too much uh, for one city, especially Boston. I think you did the right thing here. Um, I think you have to get rid of somebody. You have to get rid of one of those guys. And you mentioned, you know, he was the leader. He, you know, this could be a, a chance for Jason Tatum to show up. He's been given a lot of chances. Granted, he's only 25. I I actually thoroughly believe that this is going to help. Um, I think you got to sacrifice the queen uh, to to get the king. Is that a, is that a move? Did I say that? Any, I, don't is that know, I don't know. That that that's a thing. I like that. Yeah, I think you got to sacrifice the queen um, to get to get the king involved or whatever. Um, and I think that's what you guys are going to do. And not to mention, for saying you guys got a seal. Porzingis is still very good. He can score. Uh, I I think he he spreads the floor tremendously, um, and he can score. I mean that's that's huge. Your big men cannot score. Alan Alan Robert good at block shots, and Alan you know throws up a couple threes and hits them every once in a while. But they're good for you know eight to twelve. Um, I think this is going to be helpful. I think Tatum is going to continue to drop thirty. You're going to get your twenty. 23 from Jalen, and you're going to get 20 from Kristaps, and that's that's huge. I mean, um, I'm I'm if I'm a Celtics fan, I'm extremely happy about this. We just need a maybe a new head coach that can you know bring it all together. But uh, I think it, I think it was a, it was a really good. Uh, the other big trade: Chris Paul to uh, Golden State, and then Jordan Poole to DC. Wasn't there another? Oh, and um, well, maybe this was drop topic. And then, yeah, we'll get to it. And then, um, okay. what's his name? Uh, Bradley Beal to Phoenix. Um, yeah. So I'll go through each of them. Chris Paul, I, I just don't think it makes that much of a difference. I think that's a good team, and they're going to continue to be a good team as long as they have Steph and Clay. I think Draymond's on his way out, Cam. To be honest with you. But to have a guy that can distribute better, uh, Chris Paul is one of the best at it. So I think that'll help. I don't, I don't see them being the best team in the West. I don't see them missing the playoffs. So I think they're going to just get marginally better. And as soon as they make the playoffs, they've got a shot just because of who they are. DC going into absolute rebuild mode, getting rid of Beal. Um, seems like they're kind of offloading guys. I think that plan is. We're going to get a very high draft pick, take Bronny Jr., and LeBron's going to come. And that's kind of what we've been talking about for a couple of years here on this show. 
Um, Phoenix is the interesting one. Does this make them that much better? Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know. What did they do last year? Did they didn't make the playoffs? Did they? Yeah, they lost the uh, the Nuggets. Oh. Uh, they lost okay. in six, though. I think. Yeah, I mean, they're a lot of people are like they're the best team in the West. Already dethroning the Nuggets. I don't necessarily agree. No. I mean, they should be good on paper. Bradley Beal's nasty. Devin Booker's nasty. Kevin Durant's nasty. So. Uh, I don't. I don't really have a ton of thoughts on them. Um, I think Katie's got to stay healthy. He's had some problems with that recently. Um, but I mean, obviously, Bradley Beal is going to make it better. But I'll just say this: there's only one ball. Uh, Cam, any thoughts on any of those trades? Yeah. Well, Chris Paul, we already know what's happening. He's on thin ice. Um, so he's either win or you know, family's out. Win or don't go home. Win <laughs> or go home to an empty nest because your family is leaving you a loser. Um, the Wizards, I like that. I like the Browning situation. Um, I think he might be on to something. Uh, the Suns, let's talk about this for a second. Dylan, I know you're on the same page with me. Who the heck is Bradley Beal? Um, I mean, we know he can put up stats. He's been on the Wizards by himself. I predict an absolutely dreadful season from this Bradley Bradley Beal character who just came out of nowhere, uh, just a stat-padding guy on the Wizards who increased his value, uh, got a a bag now in, in Phoenix. I don't know who this guy is. He sounds like a second or third option. I, I mean, I, I've never seen him play, but I really, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have any other opinion, but I, I can't see Bradley Beal averaging more than 15 points a game next year on the Suns team. Bill? Um, I got nothing on this. I don't have any idea what's going on with the Suns. Last I knew, Steve Nash was on the team, and his wife gave birth to someone else's baby. So that's all I got on that. All right. Uh, NBA draft did happen. Um, so we were talking about this extensively last week, lost all the audio. Uh, Wemby goes first and then nothing else happens. That really matters. The Alabama murderer kid goes second. Um, so the Wemby thing we talked about a lot. Uh, I looked up his stats last week on the show and it said he averaged like 13 points per game and like four rebounds, like just the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I, it was on Wikipedia. It can't be right. But, um, I still think this kid's a little bit of a, of a, of a fraud sniff to him. Um, he's very tall. He's very skinny. He's good with handles and shooting. He's very good at basketball. But he's very tall and he's very skinny. That's all I'm saying. And uh, you listen to him talk. And it's a little Kyrie-ish. He mentions how Kyrie's like his inspiration. And he talks about like, oh, I want to be more than, you know, I, I want to be thought of as like a thinker and blah, blah, blah. And stuff like that. I hate that. I hate it. Um, I think this kid is not going to be that good. Uh, like this is the most can't miss prospect since LeBron. Like been hearing about him for years unreal athlete i just don't like the mentality um i don't know i think this kid's gonna be a a bomb you know who i do like though is grady dick who was drafted to uh the toronto raptors did you just say great dick great grady dick is his name his name is great dick (laughs) um (laughs) He wore the most preposterous red suit I've ever seen to the draft. Um, Gotta make a statement. They, uh, I was watching one of the shows. Like during, we were watching at Buffalo Wild Wings, and oh. Fat Joe was was ta- of all people, the rapper was like talking. And they were like, "What do you like in this draft outside of Wembenyama?" And he was like, "You know what? I really love Dick." <laughs> Pause. But um, I don't know. Kid just has that white boy swag that you look for sometimes. And uh, he'll be a solid, like, seventh man 
for the rest of his career. He'll just be coming off the bench for when you need a three. And uh, yeah, so I, I, that's all I got in the NBA draft. I watched it. I didn't know one person. I didn't really care. The Celtics drafted a dude named Jordan Walsh, I think is his name. Looks like Mr. Clean. I don't know if he has a, some sort of disease, so I don't want to make too much fun, fun of him. But uh, bald. Very bald. Don't think he has eyebrows. He may have alopecia, maybe. But uh, he's a strange-looking character. Look up the Celtics draft pick if you have not looked him up. But also, Brad Stevens got two firsts for Marcus, and he traded back to like the second round. And there was some money thing involved that I don't understand. So I don't really care. I don't think the Celtics need rookies. They have a team. They don't need rookies. Um, yeah, uh, Cam, thoughts on the draft? Um, so from Victor, I don't know what to make of Victor. He's definitely getting all the hype, and he seems to be taking it in stride. I actually disagree with you. I, I kind of like the way he interviewed. I think, uh, I like the way everybody interviewed this year. Um, oh, isn't that nice? Uh, everybody gets a trophy, Cam. No, 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 no. That's just, that is the opposite of true. Because what I'm getting at is they they interviewed the first five people of the draft for the entire draft. They Anybody did. after five, no spotlight, no shine. They gave Grady Dick a little bit of uh, time because of his suit. But they were interviewing the fifth pick as the, the sixth one were getting called. And we didn't even hear. So not everybody gets a trophy just if you're in the top five. But there were some cool, cool storylines. The twins going back to back. That was cool. Uh, I forgot to mention that. Now my big my big guy is Scoot Henderson. Um, I love Scoot. This is a character. This is a character right out of the the NBA 2K fantasy storyline. Uh, nicknamed Scoot, right? Didn't even come play in college. Came from the league. Um, he's got a huge family, and his sister's always getting getting on him. And uh, he, he, I mean, I thought that. Uh, Obviously, there's the underlying factor of, you know, what's going to happen with him and Dame. Is he going to play with Dame now? Is Dame going to leave? Really, he'll be which goes to uh, I like Scoot a lot. And Victor's going to be, you know, whatever. I think the Alabama kid's going to get what's coming to him. And I don't mean that by he's going to get shot. I just think he's going to have that bad career. I don't think, you know, I wish nothing. I wish no harm upon him. Uh, the justice system is it's in place for a reason. He's able to be drafted. Good for him. Uh, but at the end of the day, OJ's still running around too. So, my friend, you're not going to have a good career. Um, I wish the Twins well. Grady Dick, not too sure how his career is going to play out. Um, but the Heat draft pick, Jaime Hawkes, has been a big talk of this podcast for years. Um, and I got a feeling he's going to be a talk of this podcast for the upcoming years too. That's the first thing uh, I've ever heard, time I've ever heard about this guy. Is that no, the dude from the like, Adam Sandler movie? No, he's the kid from UCLA that Tucker was absolutely hyping up. Oh, does he have the crazy class. hair? No, he's Hispanic. Yeah, like, Tucker said like a big afro. No, wow. stop him. Tucker, Tucker says this is an absolutely perfect pick for the man. Uh, only Hispanic got drafted, uh, let us remind you. So... Take that as 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 it goes. Um, yeah, that's all I got on the job. I enjoyed watching the match. I actually think the 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 way they handled the interviews was stupid. I think it made it unwatchable. I was sitting there watching, I was like, "What? Who is getting picked? I don't care about these people." No, but do you really care about who's getting picked either? No, but I'd like to know at least. Yeah, um, no, they really didn't tell they you. Didn't, they they didn't picked, show it. I had no idea until the ninth guy was picked, and I thought I'd come across the screen. Uh, Dill, did you put any brain cells into this? Um, sorry, Linnea got home, brought me food, I haven't eaten anything all day, I'm hungry. Um, draft, yeah, I didn't watch, I haven't watched an NBA draft in a long time. Last time I watched the draft, I was also in Buffalo Wild Wings, right? But that was like, seven years ago? Um... As for, um, oh, there was something I was going to bring up. I forget. I'll remember it. Keep going. Well, we're done. We were just going to you for you. I thought you were not going to say anything. So, uh, I had something. 
this chicken sandwich is now uh, fogging my memory. All right. Um, what else is going on baseball-wise? I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to Shohei Otani, but oh, oh my, my God, he's so good. He's unreal. He had a night last night. He pissed and hit last night. He had a crazy pitching line, and he hit two home runs, I think. Um, and NK's two home runs. That's insane. Oh, yeah, loser Trey. He's not slowing down. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that take. Yeah, good good call. Eating. Good Eating. call. Big fast. loser. Too fast. Big loser. Um, yeah, so the Red Sox uh, are good against the Yankees and bad against everyone else. Um. I don't really have anything new on them. They're just doing the same thing they always do, which is just sticking at 500. They're just a 500 team this season. When they w- they go on a four-game winning streak, they go on a four-game losing streak. They're insane that way. Um, the Yankees, however, are – how are they doing? They're not doing they, – they, they beat them. They're beating the crap they're, out of the Mets right now, aren't they? They're 10 games back, four, four games out of the Sox. They're in fourth place in the East. That's not good, Cam. Yeah. No, we're good. We're in good shape, and like we're we're fine. All star game. I, I don't want us being. Yeah, we're a little. We're doing a little better than I would like us to be, but <laughs> kind of right there. Uh, Aaron Judge is hurt again. Shocker! Don't play the same lineup ever again in two straight games. Shocker! Derek Cole, filthy. Uh, that's pretty much all we got going for us. How do you think he's cheating this time, Cap? <laughs> don't care. Win something. Eat. <laughs> Blatantly, if we win, the Red, the Astros got it. They did it. They cheated. They didn't really even get in trouble. No, exactly. So we, everyone hates this anyway. Just cheat, win one, one. Um. Also, the Reds. Yeah, the Reds, our team, our podcast team. Red podcast, and we just didn't say anything about them this year, and they've been going crazy. Ellie De La Cruz. Um, I'm not sure if anyone has heard of this man. I uh, just got called up from the minors like a month ago. I'm not super locked and, into uh, Cincinnati's farm system, to be honest with you. He already hit for the cycle the other night. He has. Uh, let me let me look up the stats of, of uh, how he's doing. Dill, you ever hit for the cycle? I don't think so. You got close. He's hitting 299, slugging 532. He has eight stolen bases. He has three home runs. How many beats? This is 19 games. Huh, that's pretty good. He's playing well. He's playing well. It's, I, I see. The, I mean, he hit the cycle. It's good. It's job. Um, one team that I find very interesting is the other New York team, the Mets. I don't know if you guys have been locked in on the Mets, but I get a lot of Frank the Tank stuff coming across my Twitter page, uh, who is a barstool employee that – uh, has like he's like me with the Patriots times ten, like very very emotionally tied to the team. The Mets are bad; they're really really bad, and they have a crazy payroll and they have crazy players. They have Scherzer and Lindor and uh, that fat guy Vogelbach, who a guy on TikTok makes great videos about him. Too. I know the two of you on on TikTok, but um, they suck. So I mean I don't I don't know what their record is, but I just know they lose all the time. They blew I think two leads to the Yankees this past week in the Subway Series. So they're funny. I like when the Mets suck. It's funny. The Mets are a the Mets are the Jets kind of kind of yeah. But they're but, they're, but the Jets I mean the Jets have a lot of hope. So the Jets have the opportunity to beat the Mets. The Mets are just jetting it up. How do the so, how do the fan bases align? Is it Yankees, Giants, typically, and then Mets, Mets, Jets? That's how I usually see it: uh, Yankees, Giants, and then Jets, Mets. Just because that's me. My co- my cousins have, are Yankees, Giants fans from from New and Jersey. And my friend, my friend Chad is Jets, Mets. Jets, Mets. That's yeah. And he he is a really great sport of a guy. <laughs> He just goes, he just likes to watch it with his friends. He knows what's coming every time, but he's wearing the Jets, Wayne Crebedgers, uh, smile. Um, yeah, the Mets have the highest payroll. And they're bad, right? it's, it's not even really that close. 
They're I actually terrible. A, uh, I actually just did a factual the other day. It's word over with facts, and the question was uh, top five payrolls. So I, I knew that, and that's where we're number one. Um, yeah, but they're bad. So it's funny. Um, oh, not good. Dylan, you got any eyes on the NHL draft tonight? Did that Bedard kid go number one? Isn't he supposed to be oh, like yeah, insane? He's gonna be sick. He's number. He was number one of the Blackhawks. Yeah, he's supposed to be insane. Um, otherwise, I don't know one person. So, no, he's gonna be real good. I think I was gonna make a take about him earlier. Um, he's going to not. An actual take, but just throwing it out there. Uh, he'll, he'll be he'll be Crosby, David, Ovechkin, good. Yeah, I've heard he's pretty nasty. So good season for the Bruins to be the best team ever, and then lose in the first round. Should have just gone the top pick. Um, all right. Do we have anything else we want to cover in the sports world before we get into our list, guys? Just a clarification list, guys. Dead or alive? Either. Or Either. Okay. Uh, okay. I think it was kind of a slow week in sports, so we'll just move right along here. Uh, keep this episode brief. I mean, this will be a decent list. Fourth of July episode, we always like to do a you know patriotic list. We've done Fourth of July activities last year. I don't remember if we did food. I don't know if we did food. I think we did. Uh, we did songs, and Tucker had one of the worst takes of all time on this songs, show. Yeah, we had songs and we had activities. I don't think we did food, but we can do food. Yeah, so this will. I think this is only our third episode, which is crazy that we've been doing list guys this long. I feel like list guys was a late addition to the show, but um, we're doing American guys, and this is not uh, tailored gender specific, just. Guys being dudes, being girls, being chicks, being American. Um, just your your top. We'll just draft our top five all time Americans. Um, all time Americans. Okay. Yeah. Um, let me pull up our score sheet here. Um, it'll go Cam, Dill, and me. All right. I'll start off. No problem. Number one. Give me GW. Um. George George is an all-time American, as, as he gets, right? First president, team on his back, uh, 1776, but he was there. Um, he's just the American, right? First president. Uh, give me him at one, and, you know, the rest are, are clear followers. That's like the, that's like the one Banyama, like can't miss, number one. Yeah, got to go with GW1. The year of number ones, Wembenyama, Bedard, and George Washington. Yep. Dale. There's some good ones on here. We could go any different way. Um, Fudge. Um, I'm going to go with a president as well, I think, in num- for number one. Um, I'm going to go Abe Lincoln. Ah, damn it. I was hoping you'd fall. Um, I got some other ones that I got, you know, stashed away. Uh, <clears throat> but Lincoln, uh, president times two, uh, coming off through the Civil War. Um, you know, in and after, uh, what a guy. Um, I don't know if you've ever read his inaugural, I can never say that word speeches. Um, some of the only speeches I've ever really studied. Um, very interesting. Uh, all, all in all great American humble man, honest Dave. How far can you go in the uh, Gettysburg Address? I did a sparkle about that the other day. I got. I think like I could. I think I could 70%. do it all. I get. I the, the middle part. I get. I can do the beginning and the end. I cannot do the middle part. Kind of repeats himself a little bit. Um, 
All right. <laughs> the big kid. All right. We have to memorize that in fourth grade. Fifth grade. Sixth grade. Eighth grade. Eighth grade for me. Yeah, Miss Gray. I remember doing it in fifth grade. Miss Gray. Um. All right. My number one. I don't love this pick because there is some controversy behind him. You know, he's a, he's a definitely a, a top. He's definitely a first rounder American, but you know the the outside activities might have might have dropped him a little bit. But I'm going to go ahead and reach here. I'm going Walt Disney number one. Um, <laughs> Walt Disney, regardless of his political views, pulled himself up by the bootstraps, created an absolute empire, just definition of American dream. Poor kid in like the middle of the country. Could draw a little bit, made up a mouse cartoon, started a film studio, produced some of the most important films in American history, uh, opened up, you know, multiple theme parks that are incredibly important to the American culture. And uh, now his company has grown into an evil empire that owns literally every aspect of our lives. I mean, you think about the stuff Disney owns, ESPN, ABC News, Fox uh, just everything. So, I mean, does, you know, if, is, is part of the American way to be a vicious capitalist and take over, you know, monopolize the entertainment industry? Maybe, but, uh, nobody did it better than Walt Disney. So, um, I know it's a controversial pick, but he's, he's a pretty important American and he is the definition, I think, of the American dream. So I'm taking him one. Now I got to follow that up. Uh, <laughs> Number two, I'm going, I'm going with Thomas Jefferson. You know, Thomas Jefferson, I don't think, gets enough credit. That's a good again, one. Again, a controversial pick with the history, but doesn't get enough credit. He did a lot, man. Wrote the Declaration of Independence, served as uh, the second vice president of the United States. I forget what he was in Washington's cabinet. He might have been treasury, treasurer. Um. And then he was president, of course, the third president, Louisiana Purchase, very important. Uh, historically, started the University of Virginia. I mean, this dude did everything. He did everything. He was a Renaissance man, very important American. Don't feel he gets enough shine, probably because of that other stuff that I'm not going to address. But um, I'm going Jefferson number two. Back to Dill. Uh, number two. Um, hmm. Number two, I'm going to go first. Uh, singer. Let's go. I'm going Elvis. That's a good one. Elvis, number ah, two. He's on my list. Swinging them hips. Making that rock and roll, as the kids would say. Um, just an absolute icon, American icon. Little guy down from what, Alabama? Or, or Louisiana? I forget where he's from. Uh, somewhere down somewhere there. Somewhere, Mississippi? <laughs> somewhere, Tennessee? I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> uh, just an absolute icon. Peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Died on a lot the of co- lot of cocaine. Um, Did you watch okay. the movie that came out about him recently? No. Actually, very interesting. I, I recommend watching it. What was that? Thundering. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that was it. Uh, uh, are you done? Yeah. Yeah, I like the Elvis pick. Uh, glad nobody took these guys. Um, number two, Benny Frank. Uh, yep, that's a good one. I already went with the president. I know he's not. Benny Frank's not a president, bro. I know, I know. Well, first of all, look, he signed the Declaration of Independence. So, first, I mean, that's a big part of it in and of itself. But you got to keep in mind that he also was a key figure in creating electricity. Now He did invent that. electricity. People forget that. People forget. Well, Tesla, Nikola Tesla will tell you otherwise. Are you thinking of Thomas Edison? Yeah, you're thinking of Thomas. <laughs> He's the one who invented the light bulb. Nick, uh, Benjamin Franklin, ben Franklin. There is a myth about Benjamin Franklin that he discovered 
electricity by holding a kite and a key. That is very false. So Benjamin Franklin put the team on his back here because we wouldn't be able to do the podcast um, without Benjamin Franklin. That's a fact. So he's also on the hundred dollar bill, the most dollar bill that there is in America. That's also so, not true. How did U.S. Grant get on the fifty? By the way, how did that happen? He got. He had to know a guy. I don't know if you can hear the thunder, but um, can you bang your phone around? Ben, 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 Ben's out there right now. Ben would be out there. Right now. <laughs> Number three. Let's get controversial while we're at it. I'm going Christopher Columbus. He's not an American. Um, <laughs> see, yeah, well, we're going nobody was the, American at that. Well, yeah, that's gonna, also not true. We're going to go with. Um, I'm going to go with Pocahontas, actually. Right. Let's just go complete 180. Does that count? Speaking of 180, Trey, um, we're going Pocahontas. And I will also include Squanto and Sacagawea in the mix. So are you just, just taking the Native American people? <laughs> Native, Ameri- Native Americans at three. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Here we go. Del, back to you. Um, number three, I'm going to go with um, an empire builder by the name of Henry Ford. Another controversial pair. A lot of controversial great Americans. There's a lot of those, uh, you know, turn of the century, 1800s, 1900s, tycoon businessmen that that could make this list. I'm going Henry Ford because we still use the, the assembly line today. Um, absolute a genius in the world of manufacturing at the time, uh, building cars, um, you know, uh, just, you know, you, you always, you learn about him in school. Uh, it's a great, uh, just, a, just a great business guy, you know, like Trey was talking to him with, uh, you know, Walt Disney, also controversial. Maybe it's just the business guys that are controversial. Um, but yeah, Henry Ford, number three. All right, number three for me. Can't believe he fell this far. Easy pick, Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, I don't know what you could say about him that already hasn't been said. Great orator, uh, peacekeeper, uh, uniter, civil rights legend. Very important American. Um, I think people could learn a lot from his teachings today. Uh, about listening to each other, but uh, off of him, I'm going with, I think our first athlete, Ted Williams, the most American athlete to ever play sports. That's a good pick. I didn't even think of that. First of all, he was, he played America's pastime, baseball, um, and left the Red Sox twice to go fight in wars. Um, he was known as, he is known as the greatest hitter of all time. Um, just a legendary figure here in Boston. And I think he should be more talked about. Um, but was willing to sacrifice a pretty good life to go protect the country. So, um, yeah, Ted Williams, my number four. And he, he didn't do, you know, I'm just going to be a foot soldier. He was a freaking pilot. Yeah, he was like, I'm like going to go get shot down. Uh, the Splendid Splinter. I don't know how he fit in those cockpits, uh, but they they made it work. Also a fisherman. Just good all-around American. Uh, number four for me, I'm going uh, – I'm going to go with an American icon. Uh a scientist, also an astronaut, Neil Armstrong, first man to walk on the moon. Allegedly. Plop that flag down on the moon, uh, televised to the nation, uh, win the space race, you know, put America on top of, of the scientific community of the world, number one. Uh, nothing like 
looking up at the moon at night and being like, yeah, I've been there. God bless America. <laughs> uh, so Neil Armstrong, number four. Cam, round it off. Still can't figure out this new phone. Bear with me. Um, okay, this is tough. I think, so I have the president, I have the Native Americans, <laughs> I have Ben Franklin. That's a solid list. I'm going to go first with Michael Phelps. He is the most decorated Olympian, so he represents our country very well athletically. Um, obviously, you got to love your country to put them on top in the Olympics. He's done so time and time again. Shout out Michael Phelps. That's number four. Athlete out of the way. Boom. Last one here. We have a president. We have an innovator. The Native Americans. We have Michael Phelps. I'm missing a singer, songwriter, actor type. And I'm going to go with Whitney Houston. Now, the reason I'm going with Whitney Houston is just because you have to really love your country and belt out the greatest national anthem of all time. Of all like, time. Like she did. And not only that, but not everyone can pull off what she was wearing. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that jacket. Um, but it's pretty American. And that was just a simpler time, it seems, where the passion for the country was still there. And she showed it in that song. So I'm going to go with Whitney Houston. Shout out the Queen, Sweet Jacket, Rubber Country. Dylan, last pick. Um, I'm going to go with a bit of a crazy one. Uh, like Cam was trying to round out his list, different types of, you know, people. I'm going to go with, um, a man on the wrong side of the law. I'm going to go Jesse James, notorious train robber and outlaw. Snowden. Hmm? I thought you were going to go Snowden. <laughs> um, yeah, Jesse James, just, uh, you know, a man in mystery uh, for a long time. You know, nothing like the Wild West. American history, cowboys and outlaws, gunslingers. Um, so I'm going Jesse James. All right. Uh, I could go several places with this pick. I'm considering uh, Harry Tubman, pretty badass woman. Um, what were some other ones I had? Uh, Steven Spielberg, you know, great, greatest director of all time. Speaking of the moon. Um there were some other ones on my list, but I'm going to, you know, my list needs a little more levity, I think. Um, it's been pretty serious, you know, a little dark at times, but going with uh, one of the one of the greatest Americans of all time, Hulk Hogan. Yep. Um, it's an honorable mention for me. Don't know if you guys have ever heard Hulk Hogan's walkout song for the WWE, Hulkamania. Um, it goes, I am a real American. Fight for the rights <laughs> of every man. Um, if you hurt my friends, then you hurt my pride. Um, just an all-time American would use the power of Hulkamania, which was fueled by patriotism and a love for his country, to overcome any physical ailment in the ring and rise up and defeat his opponents. What are you going to do when Hulkamania comes for you, brother? Hulk Hogan, number five. All right. That's list, guys. Happy Fourth of July. Hope everyone gets to go America all over everyone's asses. Um, movie. We had Spider-Verse. Didn't go see it. Didn't have time. Yep, me neither. Busy, busy, busy weekend. No shot I was going to the... Yep, busy weekend. Uh, doesn't get a rating. Uh, I think, Cam, you were supposed to go last week, and we had to skip you because Tucker was... Because you weren't here. So I think you're up for movie. And did you watch? Yeah, I got a great movie. Did you watch um, Animal House? No, didn't. 
don't know if that's a point. No, yeah, that is a point. Good. That's a point. Why? You didn't watch Tropic Thunder. Okay, cool. Um, I had a great movie. He's in first, though. I, I'm running away with it. Well, it's, now it's closer. Dylan's only down by five. Okay. Boy. That's, that's a little over a month five, swing right there. Or five lengths, which doesn't compare to the 31 lengths that Secretariat uh, at the Belmont. Movie this week will be Secretariat. Just uh, finished watching it earlier. It's the 4th like, of July, and you're picking a horse racing movie? <laughs> Secretariat almost made my list, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, the absolute performance, the star-studded performance Secretariat put on uh, to win the Triple Crown record still hold today, 31 lengths over over Sham and the Belmont. Um, it's just uh, you know, something to be told. So, Secretariat's the movie. Enjoy the 4th of July. Bet on Secretariat. Never know. It might change. Time machine. Uh, oh, another great American, Dr. Emmett Brown, invented time travel. That's true. Uh, the Orville, Orville Wright and his brother also. Orville Redden. They almost made my list. Uh, but you know what? Planes, don't. not sure if they're real. I think teleportation uh, was invented. You sit in a tube. Flying. I don't think flying's real. That's my That's my take. Birds aren't. Birds aren't. They send them at LeBron to try to stop them winning an NBA championship. Yep. What's um, the take of the year this year going to be? I don't know. I don't know about any takes of the year. I came close with one. Oh, Brady. If Brady years. comes out of retirement for the Raiders, I'm pretty close there. But. I think there's something. There's a legal thing that you can't do that. Um, so here's the, here's the thing. I, I read about it. Um, he has ownership in the team. So he does have the opportunity to play for the team um, and get put on the active roster as is, but he would have to get every other 31 team to sign off on it. Oh, they and would there's do it. no way. Oh, who wouldn't? Oh, Bill would. Yeah, there's but no Robert, would. Would. Robert would. Imagine imagine if every single team Robert put the pass. <laughs> no, no, we're not signing. We're not signing. No. <laughs> I don't really care. I don't care about. I don't. I'm not a concern my play, with myself and players aren't my roster. Um. All right, that's our show. Next year, fictional Americans should be the list. Someone write that down. Um. That's our show. Tucker did not make it. I mean, we went snappy an hour, but he didn't make he's it. He's not on fire. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I did say at the top of the show he might be dead, and he has not shown up, so we need to check check in on that. Um, we'll have two episodes out for you this week. Enjoy your 4th of July. God bless America. Lights and fireworks off. Do not um, JPP yourself, please. And uh, thanks for being waste with us, and we'll see you next week. So long.